Sonic number one. Gotta go faster, faster. Hi, Nick. Hi, Caleb. How's it going? Pretty all right. How are you? I'm doing okay, but I'm uh, I'm just curious. Yeah? Uh, did you have any uh, Nintendo 64 games you were particularly fond of? Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, playing Super Mario 64 for the first time was a religious experience for me. Yeah, It yeah. actually started me on the path of recognizing that there are more religions than the one I was born into. It started you on the path <laughs> of recognizing that Mario was worth worshipping. Exactly. Um, uh, and I loved... It's-a me, the savior. It's-a me, you're the only one. <laughs> um, one of many. Uh, yeah, he definitely belongs in the mantheon of... <laughs> Of all of you know the man they are yeah of just mans that you that you be mans in video games in video games you be mans you know what I'm talking about you know, you know how in video games when you be mans I'm a scholar so I liked I loved Banjo Kazooie I loved being a bumblebee mm-hmm. um did you ever play that I did and one thing that I spent a lot of time doing was I played the versions of those where you could hook up the Sonic and Knuckles cartridge to them. <laughs> Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. I didn't have any of that stuff when I was growing up, but I bet that's awesome. Yeah. There was like Sonic and Kazooie. Yeah. Right? There was like uh, there was uh, Sonic and Toad. Yeah. Super Sonic sixty four. <laughs> um. It was it was a really interesting technology where uh you know originally you know it was meant to only be used yeah. where you could take the Sonic and Knuckles cartridge and connect it to the older Sonic games right. and add Knuckles to those games right. or like add a couple levels right or right which is a, a t- marvel of technical engineering but then uh when the N sixty four came out uh, a lot and a lot of people don't know this yep uh it was actually super uh easy to hook that up to like modern N sixty four games yeah you basically just use like a small amount of force. And, yeah, just, and and just like plug them in right yeah you just plug it in and then you plug that into your n64 and then it would change the game in uh you know sometimes a little bit buggy but mostly exciting and interesting ways i bet sonic looks really good on a wave race uh, uh like on a, on a little jet ski yeah. i bet he looks very good in wave race 64 i bet tails looks great diving out of the pilot wings um with the parachute oh dang and, i didn't even think about uh, that one i don't know if i ever tried that one. Oh man in in Star Fox. Would you have to fight like a big Dr. Eggman head at the end? Yeah. In, I would love that. Uh, in Ocarina of Time, you actually learned some other songs that let you... You learned some Michael Jackson songs? Oh, you learned... <laughs> it, turned, it turned Sonic into a summon, basically. Oh, boy. Instead of Epona, you could play the like uh, Green oh. Hill Zone song, and it would pull him up, and he'd help you fight. God, I really regret not having owned every commercial item when I was a child. I know. Oh. Uh, I didn't have enough money for that. Ah. Uh, I think my absolute favorite, though, yeah, was Sonic was Gex. <laughs> Gex ever actually said but I was I was into his voice kind of when I was a kid like uh, I liked comedian voices and I can only I can just imagine him saying don't cry for me Argentina did <laughs> he say but that I don't think that? he said that I just think I can hear him saying that don't cry for me Argentina uh you gotta go fast <laughs> oh, oh, oh. cigarette in my mouth you got <laughs> he's wearing like a suit or whatever 
That's all I remember from that game. I like climbing up on the Mario castle and finding Knuckles up there, and he's guarding Yoshi. Like, he thinks that Yoshi is the master Chaos Emerald. Yoshi in the egg? Yeah, Yoshi in the egg. Yeah, he's guarding the egg, and you're like, "Mm, that's very cute. (laughs) (laughs) But I need to ride that dinosaur. (laughs) There'll be no riding dinosaurs today, Sonic. Ah, Knuckles, uh, let me... (laughs) Uh, Welcome to our show, uh... Welcome to your two show. Welcome to your it's two show. It's our two show and your two show. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm Caleb. And I'm Nicholas. Oops, we goofed it. Let's oh, take gosh. that one from the top. It looks like we moved that. We did that one the wrong way around. I'm Caleb. And I'm Nick. <laughs> Whoops, we did it again. This is always the We goofed the, case. the goof once more, t- once more time. Um, please, you start it this, this time. This time, I'll start. Yes. I'm Nick. And I'm Caleb. <laughs> Dang was, it! No, I, I you, think that one sounded good. We sounded good, but we but we were the wrong characters. Oh. We do a thing sometimes where we workshop, like we play each other in mm-hmm. the roles like it was kind of like a company performance, and and you take turns being Hamlet, and you take turns being the stage. Yeah, and then like I, so let's just one it's more. Also, it's also a fun way for us to critique each other and like exactly uh, show oh, each other is... like what we're doing on the podcast so that we can improve. <laughs> this is going to go well. Yeah. So uh, so sometimes actually, I'll just let you guys behind the curtain for a little bit. Sometimes we'll do a little bit of role playing mm-hmm. to decide like uh, to, to show the other one in a really genuine and like helpful and honest. <laughs> heart opening way like what they're doing on the podcast and and uh if there's anything they could do to improve yes and i think it's very important to be open to constructive criticism yeah and sometimes that you can get your feelings a little hurt i know i do mm-hmm. and it's tough because caleb doesn't make mistakes but i do <laughs> and so that's tough but yeah just for example well, yeah, i'll go first yeah go so ahead. i'll go first and mm-hmm. then you can go after me and mm-hmm. uh and remember this is all like constructive criticism we're just trying to like help each other improve mm-hmm. so this is me uh sh- this is to nick this is just a personal moment between you and me and you forget the listeners right yeah it's just me showing you like this is what you're doing and this is how i perceive it uh-huh. and what whatever if there's anything in there you want to change uh-huh. then it's up to you it's not that i'm it's not that i'm saying mm-hmm. yeah okay good i'm um, ready i'm always ready <clears throat> <laughs> Well, Nick, I think that's very interesting. (laughs) But I'm trying to do the recap. So, in any case, (laughs) in this episode of Sonic X, (laughs) you're so emotive, and I value that about you. Now, Caleb, can I give you a note on Caleb. your note? <laughs> Why are you talking to yourself? <laughs> oh, right, right. Sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> eh, eh, <laughs> when you talk to yourself, it makes me mad. As Caleb, I have to really tolerate the fact that Nick has this anger problem, and he just makes growls and grunts, and that's something that I have to deal with. And uh, scene. And scene. So that's just some that of the, uh, was very helpful. Yeah, I think I learned a little bit from your impersonation of me too. I should, <laughs> I should really speak up more. I think. <laughs> yeah, this is a great, good, good, it's a great exercise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> now that we've all learned a little something about ourselves and each other, let's uh, talk, let's about, talk about Sonic X real quick. <laughs> let's do our job and talk about Sonic the Hedgehog. So today. We- <laughs> 
<laughs> so today we uh we watched episode three of Sonic X. We watched episode three of Sonic X, we and I'm going to get through a whole sentence without laughing by the end of this podcast. Yes. I promise. Sonic X recap. Hit it. Okay. Uh, Doctor so, Eggman's ambition. Doctor Eggman's ambition. Alternatively, wrist missile. Extreme rampage. surprise. Missile wrist rampage. Missile wrist the English rampage. Title. So uh Eggman decides that he's going to take over this big city that they are near. Mm-hmm. Um it, I don't know if it was named yet, but it has I at don't... least one building labeled Tony. Yeah. <laughs> and uh so Eggman shuffles through his deck of uh Magic the Gathering Mega Man mm-hmm. bosses. Yep. <laughs> he has a deck of playing cards that all have Mega Man his bosses. His Mega on the them. Gathering cards. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm into now. Very into that. Let's let's get that going. <laughs> yep. Um. And he picks the, the mist wristle. Mist wristle. Yes. He picks the wrist missile. Mist wristle man. Which we don't get his name until much later in the episode. But mm-hmm. <laughs> spoiler alert. That's who it is. He eats only gristle. He's the wrist missile man. <laughs> and uh, he the, this. Uh, but I, he selects it by gambling. He puts all the cards in the slot and then pulls the lever and then he goes ching 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 and it all that guy. Yeah, so he, the computer decides for him. He shuffles the cards through a machine. Uh, yeah. The laziest way to shuffle cards. <laughs> uh, but he determines that he's going to use the wrist missile guy, adapts his plan accordingly. Mm-hmm. The wrist missile guy is impervious to bullets and, yep. and uh, hammers and hammers and fires. Yep. And he yep. walks through this city completely unable to be stopped. But uh, instead of just conquering it through force, Eggman demands to be shown the police officer's uh, superior. Yeah. The uh, superior of the police officer is the mayor, but the mayor also does not have the authority to just give Eggman power over the town. Mm-hmm. So the mayor says, oh, I guess you're going to have to ask the governor, the governor. or I, I probably mean the-, the president, <laughs> probably actually the president. Yeah. Um, and Eggman's just stone cold, just like, get him on the phone then. Yeah. All right. Fine. Just give him to me. Eggman is sitting there and waiting through this mm-hmm. uh, bureaucratic chain. In the meantime, uh, Knuckles and Amy are walking through a sewer because it turns out they landed here together and have been traveling together ever since. Yes. Uh, and Tails does not know where Sonic has gone. So Tails and Chris, who both find out that Eggman is attacking, yeah. uh, get uh, together in the cutest... The- cutest the cutest airplane welcome to the new this is my new anniversary this is the new anniversary of me <laughs> celebrate the day because <laughs> next next what day is it sonic anniversary yes let's put this on the chart tuesday march thir- thursday march 30th thursday march 30th on every thursday that is also a march 30th henceforth <laughs> celebrate my anniversary of, mm-hmm. of of having to stop and scream as uh, as chris and tails pose in a plane it was so cute. Chris puts thing. on a football helmet to protect his soft little he head. He can't see his little nose, so he looks <laughs> even cuter and funnier than usual. And Tails gives a thumbs up and is like, you can count on me. And I love it. It's so good. <gasps> uh, so- <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> Oops. Sorry. See- <laughs> Gotta mm, keep that in mind. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it's bad. I wasn't saying that it was okay, bad. Just it's, that it's, like a, it's a genuine emotional response, but I do need to keep in mind the listeners and mm-hmm. and and use like you. <laughs> so uh, Knuckles and Amy and Tails and Chris all end up converging on this robot at yep. once, and they can't stop it. Uh, Sonic appears and does stop it. Uh, again, this is sort of the problem we talked about in Sonic Boom, where it seems very weird to imply that Sonic is uh, the team on his own. Yeah, didn't like that. Um, Sonic does do it in a very stylish and cute way, though. He, yeah. like, jumps around the uh, Mist Ristle's wrist rockets. Yep. And uh, is, like, dancing on them and slapping his butt and posing. It's very cute. Uh, 
and uh, finally just yeah. hits it in the face and yeah. destroys it. Or actually, he tricks it into hitting itself. Yep. Um, and Amy gets captured by the robot uh, as a way to stop Knuckles from fighting it, which is Real just... Real bummer. It's a bummer again. Yeah. I thought maybe this show was going to dodge that. Uh, yeah, and it's so... Ha- Let's finish the recap and then talk about that. Okay, uh, that's basically the end. That's basically it. They stop the robot, and then they all go back home. Oh, Tails' plane transforms into an X shape. And that's basically it. Like, not yeah. a ton happens in Knuckles this Knuckles decides not to follow, go with them, because right. Knuckles is going to find a way home on his own. He just lets go of the rope ladder at the end. And, and then glides, glides down. Glides down. He's like, I'll find a different way. And it's very dramatic. Amy, in this... That was... It was going along fine. And then yeah. that sucks. It sucks so bad. And I would like to propose... Like, this is the, like, how to fix Sonic segment, or whatever that we called it. Moobkinos? Yeah, Moobkinos. Let's do a re- let's rewrite history on this one. Sonic X's Moobkinos. Let me propose a change. Gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. Gotta go. Gotta 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 slow slow down. down. Gotta think twice well i was thinking what's the name what's the name for yeah gotta think twice (laughs) gotta think twice is pretty good gotta uh gotta gotta rewrite this write this rewrite this (laughs) um gotta slow fast gotta slow fast would this be better have amy so amy gets to the top she gets the roof she sees the robot she's got her hammer it's a huge hammer we don't even where where did she keep the hammer it doesn't matter she's got her hammer that's great she's ready for combat she runs up smashes the robot's leg it knocks the leg off but then the robot regrows its leg yeah that could be something and then she and knuckles are like oh crap this is more serious than i thought yeah like now we don't know what to do basically Mm-hmm. or even if it doesn't work and then knuckles attacks and he also doesn't work exactly like, just ha- like have, uh, exa- oh, that would also work yeah amy hits it with a hammer bounces off she's like wow knuckles, knuckles is like i'll get it and then he punches it, and then bounces off. Then they're both together. Yes. But instead... Peers in futility. But in the way they did it in the show, Amy was useless, and then gets captured, <sighs> and then Knuckles is implied to... He would have been effective. Yeah. But because Amy could get squished, Knuckles Ugh. isn't allowed he's, isn't allowed to do anything. Eggman gets to come in and go like, uh-uh-uh, if you do, if you attack, I'll crush her with my robot. I actually want to talk about Eggman in this episode. Yeah. So one quick thing about this app is that a lot of there was a lot of filler uh, shots, a lot of dead time. Yeah. yeah, where even the beginning, the first like forty five seconds to a minute of this episode was uh, directly just stuff we'd already seen in and episode it, two. The episode two kind of recapped episode one, and maybe they do that as a thing, but it was like a lot, and it was it, it was a whole scene, it was a lot. Yeah, and then uh, there would be shots intermittently that would just go so slow, like it, yeah. it went over a beach scene and just like hovered over all these people at the beach forever, and then and Caleb uh, said, "Oh, who's gonna be on this beach that's gonna make this funny?" But it wasn't funny it, it was wasn't. just a bunch of there was no reveal there were just a bunch of humans on the beach and then eventually the robot came out of the water yeah it would have been hysterical if they had panned over all of these humans and it lasted forever and all these humans are dancing and playing and then yeah. big the cat is there fishing in the ocean that would be great like <laughs> perfect <laughs> it would be so funny but what, they, what, a, what an opportunity to say oh well the big is here but he's just not involved he's not really he's part just of this chilling out uh-huh. or have son if sonic's gone like soul searching or whatever have him lounging on a chair for a little bit and then he's like i can't get any thinking done at the ocean and then he runs to the mountains like yeah i don't know anything yeah. Give me anything. They just—they were just introducing a robot that climbed out of it, and then, <sighs> uh, yeah, and then they had a transition shot at one point where uh, they showed up a, a billboard uh, for toothpaste. Yeah, that said flash one. Flash one, <laughs> which is pretty 
good. Flash a smile. Hey, flash one. Hey, flash one. Uh, <laughs> hey, 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 you want to fl- you want to flash one? I'd rather not. Thank you. <laughs> That's fair. I appr- I uh, appreciate. I, I, I value your boundaries, and I. Uh, I'd rather. While I personally am into flashing one, it makes perfect sense that you I don't would want not to, be. I don't want to flash one. I prefer to colligate. So uh, I'm cr- I'm cresting. Help me. I'm cresting. Don't kids kids crest me? What is the one that I use? I can't remember the toothpaste that I use. What is your toothpaste brand? It's since Sensodyne. Sensodyne. Oh, oh, help me! I used to be be living, but now I'm Sensodyne. <sighs> used to be since a living, but I now I'm Sensodyne. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> so the billboard. <laughs> The billboard has an iceberg in the back. Not iceberg. It's an iceberg that's made out of rocks. Mm-hmm. That's it's, what you're thinking of. You're ice- thinking of a, an ice rock. It's a one rock. of those ice rocks. It's a rock. One berg. of those rock bergs. Yeah. Woo. Doodly-goo. doodly What was that? That's the, that's the DuckTales song. That rock berg. Doodly-goo. It is the song. Okay, I feel that now. I had to do the actual. It is the song. I did this. I had to do it. Don't act like I don't know this. I had to do it right before I could tell that you were doing it right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, there's a billboard. It's a billboard with with a mountain mountain on it, and then it crossfades to that same mountain, the real mountain. But it was it was uh, like a vector drawing, and now it's the real thing. And Sonic is standing on a on on a hill, looking out at that mountain. Just thinking. He's just doing his breath of the wild out there. He's, He's just, just getting that getting that deep breath of the wild. That really crisp, clean, toothbrushed breath. Yes. Of the wild. <laughs> and flash one. And me Hey. And everybody he, flash one. And then he becomes the flash. Mm-hmm. Like and I like this rep- what was there a point you were making about the, it just took forever. It was like a really long shot on the billboard. Yeah. And it's too long. The pacing the, in this episode was the pacing not, was not very great. Yeah. it was rough. It was slow and it was rough, that's fine. When it kicked in, it was great. Mm-hmm. Sonic, very cool. Sonic gets to basically be the flash, and I like that. I like seeing him as just a streak of light. Yeah. Like being a Tron you, streak. Yeah, we don't normally get to see him as a flash tron. But they, and they do that sometimes in Sonic Underground, but it's like not as effective because it's really slow. It just like flies through the sky yeah. as like a blue light. And I don't want to see him and a streak of color. Right. I just want to see the streak of color, maybe with a vague shadow at the front. But yes. he, like that, and the way it's done in this episode is very good. It's just doing the doing that Roadrunner zoom, zoom, zoom over the yeah. over the uh, the mountains and then into the into the mouth of the robot. And anyway, so that stuff's good, but it was slow and got like left me kind of low energy at the mm-hmm. end of the episode. I was like, eh, I'm a little, okay, fine. It, it definitely didn't have the same movement that the other two have had. Yeah. Uh, and it's making me wonder if like the show is trying to figure out how to be exciting without Sonic, like without Sonic's speed. Okay. Because as soon as he's there, they like get it. They're yeah. like, okay, yeah, we can we can play this music and we can jump around. Kick right back but when in, he's yeah. not there, it seems like they're like, how do you do an action sequence when they're not really fast? Because no one, like, no other character does anything well. <laughs> that this yeah. whole part, we were super excited in the last episode about everybody appearing to be competent or yeah. at least being, you know, like they can do stuff. And in this one, not so much. They're oh. still kind of cool. They're still playing it cool. And Tails is fine. 
Like Tails gets hit by the robot, but then his plane transforms into a different plane and then it can dodge all over the place. So And it's it, so cool. And it's very cool. It's like a jet for some reason. Yeah, it's like a yeah. like it got a jet turbine instead of a propeller and it can it's much more agile. Like basically that robot set him free from the shackles of a biplane. Yeah. And he Why did you have that in the first well, place? Did grandpa maybe grandpa like uh augmented it or augment it? That, uh, hmm, I don't know. That'd be cool. Could be. I don't know if they've had time for that, but I like to think that was the case. I like to think that they did a little late. We night. saw them kind of fiddling with it at the beginning. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cream and cheese didn't do much because they were just like having tea. They don't need to do anything. They the should time. just chill. They're the kids. They're yeah. the kids. They need to be. They need to stay at home and not be in danger. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're so cute, and they're yeah. just like having their little tea parties and having a good time. Yep. Um. So, oh, what I was gonna say about Eggman uh-huh. in this episode is, uh, so one thing the animation has been doing in a really cool way, in my opinion, is uh. You having him even in the way shots are framed mm-hmm. be like a literal invader on the shots. Oh, that's so good. like so he's he's in this egg right now, like this his little egg uh, hovery thing, like from the first game. But and something he kinda, that's yeah. mm-hmm. different from, from the other ones in uh-huh. this one is that this one has a uh, like a thing hanging down the center of it that kind of looks like a, a like pointed a ho- earring, uh-huh. like uh, a hornet stinger. Yeah, it's got like yeah. a stinger coming out of the bottom, yeah. um, and every like a good 90 yeah. percent of the shots of him in this episode are a shot happening and somebody saying something or looking at a robot and then that stinger coming in oh, and then yeah. the whole thing <laughs> sliding into the phrase <laughs> frame yeah. sliding into the frame and then him being like oh and he's too close to the camera yeah. a lot of the time yeah that's good and so uh, there's so many shots where people are like scared of this robot and then he like slips <laughs> in and is like hello hello i've been i uh, are you scared yet <laughs> <laughs> i'm too smart and strong for you yes he's got a wario nose which i don't yes. usually think of him being a wario but he is absolutely he's a very much a wario right now <laughs> uh but he's got that big orange nose and he's just jutting it he's just going and getting in in the faces and being very intimidating and he gets the he gets the evil anime glasses sheen you can't see his eyes in, yeah. in some of the same yeah then he's pretty good he's like pretty scary and and weirdly calm and it makes sense it, it's an interesting uh thing that his weakness in this episode is that he's trying to conquer but still does not grasp how this world works enough yeah that he's like willing to sit through this like bureaucracy mm-hmm. he, he wants them to just give it to him yeah it's the same thing we've talked about before where he doesn't find it worth it to conquer something that's been destroyed oh true right he needs to have something to rule yeah he wants yep. to be in charge of a system right and mm-hmm. so he is more willing to wait through the system to try to get to the top yeah. rather than like smash it yeah um and that's actually a kind of a cute flaw in this villain yes um and it is very interesting to see him tied to gambling again uh-huh. so i had we noticed that but i hadn't thought about that before that uh he has had casino levels that are specifically his like levels that yes. are casinos um because he is big on making those like amusement parks like Uh in sonic color he's made an amusement park in sonic colors sonic adventure and shadow the hedgehog there was a level in shadow the hedgehog his boss was a lottery machine and also there is an amusement park level i think yeah yeah Mm -hmm. uh so he even is in a lotto robot and there's that amusement park level where tails crashes his plane yeah um what is that yeah and i wonder if it's just that's like a tie to somebody who's like not a good dude is that gambling is like a like like an organized crime thing yeah like a yakuza mafia kind of thing where you run a run a casino as a front for your organization or Or what if that's the way he's been funding everything oh 
like what if what if casinos yeah and gambling are a way that he funds his enterprise but he's also committed to it as like a look and he kind of digs it to as a thing so he uses it as a motif and for him designing a roller coaster would be like a day just like a casual day like he can build these like extremely complicated robots but to make a simple carnival ride is exactly the same skill set like simple robotics oh and God. motors but it's like practice or or just like oh cool i'll just knock this out and we'll have a theme park and i'll go back to working on robots in sonic boom he has an entire uh roller coaster in his lab oh my god that's right these they don't show it but that one scene where the where orbot and cubot go in there, go in there. oh my god he has a whole roller coaster in his lab he's again oh. sonic colors the entire premise is that he's made a and we'll get to it because it looks really yeah. fun he's made a huge theme park in space oh, that yeah. anybody can go to um, does sonic ever do his like rail surfing on the roller coasters i'm sure yeah i think like, that's happened that would be a very cool no i'm thinking of the mario sunshine level where he has to, where mario has to shoot the oh things. yeah that's but such a good level that's a good level but yeah like oh man having sonic like having like a giant labyrinth of roller coasters that sonic has to like jump rail to rail and navigate to get to eggman would be really cool if they have when they've all that's like almost already a thing but i don't know of any particular level so they that happens well and also so something that's that we're hitting on here that's very interesting yeah is that uh the two things robotnik knows right Mm -hmm. are uh mechanics yep and fear which means that making a theme park is like his whole thing, right? Like it's like lesser amounts of fear, but it's still like ride roller coasters, this thing and be scared. Roller coasters are an actually really beautiful, Whoa. like image for what his skill set and thing is. Good job, whoever made that connection. Yeah, that's so good, and and exactly like you're saying, he can make them really easily, and it makes sense that he would make the best ones because yeah. he knows how to scare you, yep. and he knows how to make really complicated, interesting machinery. But he doesn't want to kill you; like he wants to rule you. Yeah, and so- and 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 there are two ways to make someone beholden to you, and that is to like literally conquer them. Yeah, but also to enmesh them in a capitalist system that requires them to give you money to give their pleasure. And in this, <laughs> and in this case, it's a situation where he is convincing people to pay him yeah. to be scared by him. <laughs> Whoa! It's actually the perfect situation Whoa! for him. But he can't leave it there. And right. that's the thing about that sort of character type, is that you can't be content to just have all the money and be in charge already, basically. You literally have to rule the world. Do you think Eggman's, like, perfect like society that he might build yeah might be like a giant theme park like without substance whoa showiness without substance is another thing of his right this whoa. idea of image yeah and so uh the like theme park planet would be a whole thing that he and then he would like roboticize people to maintain it and yeah. take care of it yeah and like uh, uh wow that makes a lot of sense and i wonder if there's something like that that's been done i know that sonic colors gets really close um this is awesome yeah Ooh. And that's where gambling lines up with the two. He and I wonder if he must just like games. He he kind of does. He, yeah. like he uh, well, it, he he likes automation for sure. Oh, and automating yeah. your choices into a gambling kind of thing like, "Oh, which of my beautiful robots will I choose?" I won't choose. I'll have a I'll have a robot choose. Roboticizing fortune, like roboticizing chance. Yeah. It's totally in line. Oh, wow. That's really interesting. And so then the thing, that's like his way of grappling with fate. Yes. Deep yeah. That's deep. This is good. Yeah. But then you've got Sonic coming in at the end, and he's not taking it seriously. He's not engaging. 
with it. Yes. He doesn't even fight the robot. He gets the robot to punch itself. Yeah. He's like, I'm not going to play. Like, Sonic plays. He's, like, actively sort of teasing and kind of going like, eh, you're too slow and stupid, but he doesn't play along. Yes. And he makes Robotnik look stupid. Mm-hmm. And Robotnik then gets kind of flustered and like, well, I'm, I'll get you next time. And it really puts him off balance. And that's Sonic's whole thing against him, I guess. And in, he's, like... Robotnik is comfortable when he's against these people who are uh, treating him as part of the system. Yeah. So they are like saying, okay, we're going to follow the rules with this guy. We're like, he is, he has pointed a bigger gun at us. We will allow him to communicate with our higher ups. Oh man. Because they do try to shoot at him and it doesn't work. And they're like, okay, so I guess we're just going to like pass it on for him to talk to somebody. He's got to talk to the next person because I can't give you the city. And every one of these people in the chain believes that the next person higher up will say, no, you need to stop now. And we'll, we'll stop it, and he will listen. But just like in real life, <laughs> if you don't say no soon enough, and you keep thinking, oh, the system will sort it out, no. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, and he... Uh, uh. That, makes, and it, that makes a lot of sense. And the reason Sonic can stop him is because Sonic uh, just smashes it. Just, he, just disre- like, not exactly disregards, but isn't willing to let the negative parts of that system, of that, like, you're the bad guy and I am the good guy thing, well, yeah. get in the way of, like... Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna convince you to punch yourself. Like yeah. I'm gonna mess with you. Yeah, and like, why are you hitting yourself? Zelani you, has yeah. said something really interesting before uh-huh. uh, that like characters in the Sonic universe know that to stop uh, like regimes, you have to sometimes literally do so with your body. Like, yeah, in order to rebel, it requires you to literally get in the way mm-hmm. with your body. You yeah. have to obstruct, and this is something that Sonic has no problem doing. That's uh, true. Yeah. Sonic sees Tails and Chris flying around terrified of, like, about to get killed in their plane. Yeah. And Sonic is like, oh, it looks like they're having a lot of fun. If I don't yeah. get there in time, I'll miss it. He's, like, FOMOing. Yeah. And he is. It's, so there, there's these, like, kind of two modes of play. This is very interesting. I don't have, like, a fully articulated thing about this. But, like, this is super interesting to, to, to pit Robotnik's, I mean, Eggman's form of play against Sonic's form of play might be interesting. Yeah. And the kind of, like, play that requires control. And, like, wanting to be, like, the dungeon master of the entire universe versus just being like, nah, I'm going to do a pirouette and then, like, a like a dance move. And, like, yeah. I'm just playing by myself. And, like, I want to run and I want to jump and I want to break things. It's, like, different ways to approach the video game Breath of the Wild. <laughs> uh, <laughs> too true. <laughs> uh, just being topical over here. Uh, somebody hack Sonic into the Breath of the Wild uh, world for me, please. Oh, you can. All you need is that cartridge. Oh, I gotta get the cartridge, but I need to get the Tiny Knuckles cartridge that the I can li- put in the top and then the... Th- <laughs> the little Sonic and Knuckles. <laughs> um, this is really interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm and- interested to unpack that a little more at some point. The, yeah. Uh, and I want to see if that motif carries through. Yep. I, uh, I, I'm i I'm thinking about, like, we t- I touched a second ago on... Eggman using that as a way of grappling with fate. Yeah. And it is really interesting to create these, like, uh, it is random in a sense, but Uh it is a randomness that is within parameters he can 100% control. He controls all the outcomes. He just doesn't choose which outcome. But then he also kind of, and this is the, like, evil of bureaucracy and just going, like, well, I'm just following orders. I'm just following the decisions that were made. Like, I didn't choose the robot. I, I mean, not that he needs to do that, but there's a little bit of that, like, fatalistic bureaucracy kind of thing and it also absolves him of guilt if it fails yes like the ultimate like he's like oh well that was the wrong robot but i which is why possibly why he always has his henchmen do things that don't and then when they don't work out he uh, he puts it on them yeah why if he's so confident of himself why does he create these proxy robots why does he hire uh uh sleet and dingo 
or like coerce them into doing work for him. Why does he have Orbot and Cubot always do everything? Yeah. You can always point down the chain of command and go, you idiots. Yeah, like you Why did you screw it up? And 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 in this case, uh he the whole time was following this giant robot yeah. in his little uh egg. Yeah. And not doing anything. Yep. Like he could have had his own laser gun with him. He could have been inside of like a mecha suit also. Yeah. But instead he was just gloating like floating mm. around the robot totally also could have been shot at yeah but, uh, and but all of these people who are following the rules were only shooting at his proxy right they weren't uh. at, they weren't attacking eggman who even was in an open air egg. yeah they could... were firing their missiles at the robot even though eggman was right there but Be- he's a he's technically a non-combatant he's yes. not holding a weapon so you can't <laughs> yeah that's he's like he is manipulating the rules even of this like, oh god combat system and the it actually reminds me of the pokemon thing right when people are, are oh right people talk about like why don't people just have the pokemon attack the trainers right and it's like obviously it's a really established rule in this universe that like uh if your gun kills the other person's gun then you just don't use your gun on yep. that and in yeah. and that's what's happening here is this interesting like rules of war that he's exploiting that he's already figured out this world enough to know that they're going to try to neutralize him, which in this case, because he's only brought this robot, uh-huh. only means stopping the robot. They're not going to try to kill him. And in order to defeat the police, all you have to do is show them that they cannot defeat you. Yeah. In a way, like you just have to have the robot like withstand all attacks and then they go, oh, God, well, none of us want to die. So and we'll pass you pass the phone. And that's just war. And that's just war. Yeah. You just uh, have to show that you're not going to lose. Oh, God. Ugh. Woo! That's a lot. This is cool. Yeah. I will be interested to see if this continues, this, like, monster of the week idea. If yeah. If this is going to be a, like, Eggman throws a robot out, they stop it, yeah. move on kind of thing. I know we have a couple of wrenches to throw in the mix, uh, for sure, include, which are, like, Rouge and Shadow and yeah. Big the Cat. We still haven't seen Shadow except in the theme song every time. Yep. And he is highlighted in the theme song, so I assume he's going to be a big part it's of the story. It's a very special moment when you can see the bottoms of his shoes and then the camera panning up. And, oh, there he is. There There's he our is. special boy. <laughs> <laughs> There's our special yeah, little Shadow. Yeah, can't wait to see how that works out. I'm still, yeah, this, like, this episode kind of was like, eh, for a lot of it, but yeah. it's still good. I want to keep watching it and... And it was some it was some really cool uh, enlightening stuff about Eggman. I would say maybe this episode had like it was maybe a twenty five percent interesting, which is not enough for a show. <laughs> it should be more than that, but it's still you know. But it had the cutest moment of our lives. Yeah, the highs were so high. Yeah, too too cute, too cool. Like Sonic, great. Tails, great. Chris, great. Everybody's good. I just uh, love anime. You know, I watch anime sometimes i just love i just love that oh. that trash we call anime yeah welcome to the welcome to the trash pile welcome to the trash pile this is the trash it's pile i'm caleb good. that's nick this is your new favorite podcast the trash pile where we review animes do you like when drawings are talking to, to each other. Do, do you like when, when cute drawing boys don't kiss? Welcome to animes. Welcome to animes. <laughs> <laughs> this is the trash corner. Do you like the eternal prolongation of your desires never reaching their, their goal? Anime. Anime. That's actually built into the structure of anime, though, huh? Isn't it? Yep. You're looking at, like, Naruto's. You're looking at... Uh, 
I don't know, like I don't, probably Solator. Like when's Goku ever gonna build that spirit bomb? Yeah, it's like it's all about just like the the delay. Yeah, and that's that's uh that's slow burn. Come into the the queer baiting as well. Uh huh. Yeah, nobody. Oops, most anime is about how nobody's allowed to have what they want, really. Yeah. Not you. Not them. Nobody. Not the devil. Not the not devil's the, devil. The, not the devil not themselves. Not the worser devil. None of these devils are gonna get what they want. Not the human who's also a devil. Yeah. You, oh, you want to be the god of death and and, and uh, like lord over all people who should live and who should die? Mm, better check yourself. Better. That's a pretty reasonable goal, but I'm not gonna have it. <laughs> Would you like to just kiss another Sherlock Holmes? Nope. Nope. Can't sir, do it. You can't even kiss the other Sherlock um, Holmes. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. Please wait one more episode. Please wait one more episode. If you could. Yeah, that's anime, huh? <laughs> yep. Please wait. A- anime. Colon. Please la- wait one more episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the uh, that's my new official slogan for the anime continent. And I guess it's no surprise that like the the the, the like fan art culture emerged more out of anime than it did out of other like genres of cartoon or tv yeah anime fan art please please not gonna wait no more please, we're not gonna uh, we we've had enough you yeah, know what i'm gonna no watch more it next episode. week but in the meantime i'm gonna get what i want mm-hmm. sorry sir but i want it now it's good anime know? fan art uh, and, then, and then they're saying no please wait please talk to the governor please talk to the president wait one more time before and our, you get and what you our want. heroes the fan artists say say no no i will do a dance I'll do a dance on the missiles of of big anime. Uh, big anime, you better put those wrists down. I I will tear down tear down this weight. <laughs> oh gosh. What else do we want to talk about? You know, do we want to do Is that speed a- reading? Welcome to speed reading. Chapter 4 of Sonic the Hedgehog. We're back in the seat. We're back in the saddle. I'm ready to remember this story. I have a new rule for speed reading. Yep. Uh, and the rule is that you can't say any words that have the letter X in them. <laughs> okay. It's the Sonic in X In them? In them? Yeah, anywhere in them. Okay, I'll do my best. You have to leave a blank, and then I have to guess you have what to the guess word what is. Okay, I'll do my best. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> I just read the first sentence. Okay, so... um. Um, um, um. So as you may recall, Sonic and Chuck had to fight Optimus Prime the refrigerator Mm -hmm. as controlled by the mustacheless teenage Dr. Eggman, Robotnik, as he's known in this story. He does not have a mustache in this drawing, and he looks very bad. Gosh, he looks so bad. He looks very scary. Uh, And then then they defeated the the refrigerator bot, and then uh, Robotnik kneeling over his fallen robot is like i'm out of here but i'll get you back just you wait and see. just you wait and see just you, just you wait and see. see then chapter four eight years passed <laughs> <laughs> and that's Dang. storytelling yeah welcome to the time skip as mm-hmm. <laughs> as foretold by anime this is act two act two no one had heard from robotic since the day he left Sonic grew up. He was now a happy 15-year-old. So he was seven years old in the first part of this story, which is too young to engage in martial combat. (laughs) Um, He was even faster than he had been as a young hedgehog. Uncle Chuck bought Sonic a dog named Mutski. 
they were best friends. What, what, what? First of all, was that just the dog's name or did Sonic name it Mutsky? Because that's like a bad name. It's a bad name. Also, Mutsky and Robotnik, did Uncle Chuck just have like a weird... I think Uncle Chuck kind of has like a Russophile tendency. Yeah, and then... Also, there are dogs. There are dog. There are dog oh, people. Oh no! He was playing with dog humans in the first chapter. They played basketball. 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 They played it on the field. He did the field. Then, well, but the dog looks more like it. The dog is the only one running on all fours. Also, or, or it might just be diving. For it the, might just be diving for the ball. Yeah. And um, you can consult the illustration on page so nineteen he, of your copy of Sonic the Hedgehog for children. Did Chuck get Mutsky a real dog, or did he get Mutsky a friend for Sonic, who Ooh. was a, a he may have an adult may have adopted another an adult teen dog, another child? I don't know. Let's go on and find out. They were best friends. Uncle Chuck continued to invent things. He had also <laughs> opened a food stand called Chuck's Chili Dogs. What? The Chili Dog Stand was set up right next to his workshop. Sonic worked as the delivery boy for his Uncle Chuck. Oh, that rules. So he's sneaking dogs on the sly. Oh, well, of course. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to need... Okay, Sonic... But they have, but they have a rule. If yep. we don't get it to you within 15 seconds, it's free. Uh, it's free, yeah. One day, Uncle Chuck was in the Chili Dog Stand waiting for Sonic to return from a delivery. Uncle Chuck was very... Blank. Excited. Yes! Nice! So Uncle Chuck was very excited about his latest invention. I can't wait until Sonic gets back and sees what I've made for him, thought Uncle Chuck. A few minutes later, Sonic zoomed up to the stand. I'm back, he said, but I've ruined another pair of sneakers! The soles of Sonic's sneakers were smoking, as usual. <laughs> nice! Yeah, nice. This, is a, yeah. this is an author after my own heart. Uncle Chuck was bursting with blank axes. <laughs> Good guess. It's excitement. 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 I'm so glad you're back, he, he said, said, juggling axes. How do you, are you, do you have your own cop? Did you read this already? That's so weird. I'm, I, folks at home, I'm holding the book where Caleb can't read it, and he definitely guessed exactly the next line, which was, he said, juggling axes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if he was bursting with axes, what else are you going to do with them? What else? You, you got to put them somewhere. He handed Sonic a pair of Axes. I'll, you know what? I'll cue you. You know what? I'll, I'll give you a little point, and I'll say blank when it's your turn to Why try to get. Why would he give access to Sonic? That's so That's out of so character. weird. He handed Sonic a pair of brand new bright red sneakers. Sneakers. <laughs> try these on, said Uncle Chuck. I made them from a special material. Metal. <laughs> they won't burn up, even when you're traveling at top speed. Just like metal. Okay, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. They're axes. <laughs> Sonic put on the sneakers. But if they're red, they're probably like fireman's axes. Hold on to your hold on to your butts. Here it comes. Way cool, he said. <laughs> That's one of his catchphrases. Yeah. They fit perfectly. Let me take them out for a spin. A Sonic spin. And he's talking about himself in the third person, which means he has to go to jail now. No, he's just do, he's just participating in good branding. Oh, very strong. It's a band. Sonic spin. Team, Sonic. Team, 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 team. Here, said Uncle Chuck, handing Sonic a bag full of chili dogs. Not how I would deliver dogs. They're all just like just a loose, sloshing just loose dogs in, in a bag. Yucko! You think you could invent a better solution? I gotta check out. Try them while you make this delivery. What if it's like one of those bags that's at where you hold wine in, where you know each of them have like their own little compartment? Oh, they have a slot. And then you just put the the uh, chili dogs in. 
you put them in vertically, vertically just slot it in so there so that all of the condiments slide to the bottom they might, they might be like anime robot shoulder missile launchers where they're actually slid in horizontally like shoe cubbies sonic and like, then sonic goes like choom, choom, and yeah. like launches the dogs out and people catch them in their mouths he runs and just like them as he's running you know what I bet? It's yeah. one of those things where you you order one and then you're like talking to somebody and you're just, you're just chiculating, just chiculating yep. with your hands yep. and you're like, like you're, you're, their palms up to the sky, yeah, yeah, yeah. like God, why? Why? And then you and then you hear a, a whoosh and there's two chili dogs <laughs> one in each of your hands and you're like, oh. God, God, thanks, thanks, thanks. Um, um, when Sonic inevitably makes an appearance in Splatoon two, which I'm very excited for, mm-hmm. he well, he's not in the base game, but you just have to attach. You know, we've been over this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I keep forgetting. Um, when, But he's going to shoot ketchup and mustard. Oh, Am gosh. I right? Am yes. I right? But it's blue. Sonic disappeared in a blue and red blur. A few seconds later, he returned. Wow, said Uncle Chuck. Record time. These new sneakers are beyond blank. sex <laughs> okay okay i'm gonna have to stop we're gonna have to put a pause you know we're out of time here um th- thank you uh everyone for listening uh this has been speed reading and your two show um we'd like to thank our uh musical uh guests uh we've got music from dave donkin and goodnight productions for our theme song it's great guys. and we also use music by bulby you can visit on youtube.com slash bulby and in this and, episode uh, we stuck in a version <clears throat> of uh gotta go fast that juliana chan yeah somewhere down. in there i'm gonna edit in actually how let me handle this caleb let me handle <laughs> hey, let me handle this one uh, one of my notes for caleb this episode is <laughs> let me handle it um uh we'd like to thank all of our uh fans and friends for listening and uh y'all are great you've been tweeting some great stuff please uh please engage with us on social media write like subscribe review let me grab some names uh Caleb's going to look up some names. Thanks at Hunter Stuff for hanging out with us. Thank you. This is the... Oh, <laughs> uh, this is the part... We're reading of sh- a list of the dead now because everyone who was listening to this episode and is now now heard what you did, heard it's, the crime you did. It's all over. It's, it's all, all over for all us. Over. Um, thanks, Hunter Stuff. Thanks. Oh, at something better. Katie better. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, You've made me happy be- while I could still be happy. At Casey Kingdom. Thanks for the very nice things that you said. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. Does Casey Kingdom with both Ks, little raindrops. I appreciated being um, uh, happy before this, but now I'll never be happy again. Those are just a couple of, of uh, cool people that hung out with us before I made Sonic say the S word. <laughs> you, t- where, did you, where did you learn? Sonic said, these shoes are better than sex. I just want to now, everyone. This is now, that's um, what he said. This is now a, um, a commercial, a standard television commercial that you might see on TV. And I have to say, where did you learn that word? <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Is that all? Um, I have one more thing to say. Oh, do you? Yeah, and that's that I'm Caleb. And I'm Nick. And, and you're, you're Two Shows. Show.